0: Hello Priatelia. Hello friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season one and episode seven. So, we all know the story about the first knight of Camelot. Have you ever wondered if there was a real-life knight in your area in medieval times? I have. I was reading about the early medieval period in my hometown and I came across one brave knight that was, according to Slovak historians, a really significant and important persona in my hometown. Today, I'm going to talk about him in my fun fact as well as in my legend. In the Slovak lesson, I'm going to talk about the genders of nouns in Slovak. You will also learn numbers from 1 to 10, plus how to ask about a person's age. So, what do you say? Tak, čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na Hello Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad you are here. If this is the first time you are here, click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcast and leave a review about the part you enjoy the most. That would help me to keep my podcast on the air. I'd appreciate it a lot. Now, let's go to today's fun fact. Did you know that my hometown Michalovce and Zemplin region had its own very real first night? You might think, no, no way. Slovakia didn't have its own kingdom. Or how would somebody from a very small and insignificant area like Michalovce be promoted into such a great position? Well, it did happen. There is enough historical evidence to support this fact. Just listen to what I have found about it. Posluchajte. The name of this nobleman, a later knight, was Albert of Michalovce. He came from the Michalovce branch of Kaplan family. Some family members of this branch were sometimes very very unruly. Albert's grandfather Jan caused problems when he, after the death of his brother Andrei, expelled his widow and her children from his brother's property and took the entire property for himself. The widow complained to the king and Jan was punished for it by taking away all of his brother's properties plus some of his own. So Jan's family suddenly became poor. Jan's eldest son was Gregor, who had three sons, Ladislaw, Uri, and Albert. So, Albert's father was Gregor. Historians don't know who Albert's mother was, because her name just doesn't come up in any historical documents. After his father's death, the oldest brother Ladislaw was in charge of their property. He was not loyal to King Sigismund, the ruler at the time. So the king took away the property of his family. The entire Michalovce family got really, really poor. And sometime around that point, Albert left Michalotze and went to serve a great lord, Stibor of Stiborice. He was the best knight at the time and probably the best leader of Sigismund's army. Albert was smart, strong, agile, fast learner, and also kind-hearted. Lord Stibor recognized it from the beginning and genuinely liked Albert for all of his qualities. He started to give him more and more important tasks, which Albert always accomplished to his highest satisfaction. And Albert liked Lord Stibor too. He admired him for his skills as a good leader, great knight, and for all of his life achievements. Albert was very royal to his lord. He accompanied Stibor everywhere he went and that meant to go to wars and participating in crusades with the King Sigismund. From some historical documents of Michalowce, it is obvious that King Sigismund favored Albert too. In one of the documents, it is written that the king Sigismund returned all of the lost family property back to Albert in 1397 as a reward for his loyalty. Later in his life, Albert was appointed by the king to various important offices. The significance of Lord Albert's is huge. No other representative from his family, from Michalowce, had ever reached such an important position in the Middle Ages as this knight. Albert reached the positions of prior and Ban, the highest positions under the king in appointed countries. He gained fame mainly on the battlefields, but he also was good in managing the offices given to him by King Sigismund of Luxembourg who trusted him very much throughout the years. I have found about Lord Albert just recently when I came across the newsletter from the Zemplinska Museum. Its historian, I believe his name is Dr. Martin Molnar, said that in the Middle Ages, Albert made Michalovce visible like no one else. Thanks to Albert, the family of nobles from Michalovce owned extensive property in Zemplinska and Urska regions. The members of the family were quite influential and they held various important positions throughout the centuries in Michalovce region. For those who want to practice listening to the Slovak language, I have a legend that is talking about how Albert became a servant to the Lord Stibor. However, before I move on... I feel I should mention who King Sigismund Luxembursky was since I have mentioned him a couple of times. When Albert met him, he was the Hungarian king and because Slovakia at that time was ruled by Hungarians, King Sigismund was also the king of Slovakia. Slovakia at that time was also known as Upper Hungary. Those of you who have been to Prague in the Czech Republic I believe you heard about the King of Bohemia and Emperor of Rome, Charles IV. You most likely crossed his bridge, the Charles Bridge, in Old Town Prague at least once. So, King Sigismund was his younger son. After his older brother, who was the King of Bohemia, died, Sigismund, who was the King of Hungary, Croatia, as well as Germany at that time, also became the King of Bohemia. A few years later, he was crowned the Holy Roman Emperor, just like his father, the Charles IV. Okay, now we can move to our Slovak lesson. Poďme nato. Alright, so let's talk about the gender of the Slovak nouns. Slug nouns have three grammatical gender: masculine, feminine, and neuter. I have to say it again, grammatical genders. Those are three grammatical genders. The gender of the nouns has to be learned together with the nouns. It is also possible to guess since there is a certain pattern of the noun endings. Masculine nouns usually end in a consonant and here are some Slovak words as an example just listen muž otec syn doctor dom strom pes now feminine nouns usually end on a which in slovak is pronounced a listen žena matka Cera. Doktorka, kniha, didina, machka. And the last one, the neuter nouns usually end on O or E. O is easy. It will sound always like O. Auto, mesto, okno, pero, kino. There are a few neuter nouns that end on E which in Slovak is pronounced E. Vajce. Srdce. Alright, let's break it down. Let's practice it. We go through masculine nouns first. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. Muž, meaning man. Repeat, muž. One more time. Muž. Number two. Otec, meaning father. Repeat, Otec. One more time, Otec. Number three, sin, meaning son. Repeat, sin. One more time, sin. Number four, doctor, meaning doctor. And it's a male. Since we're talking about masculine nouns, it's a male Doctor. So, repeat. Doctor. One more time. Doctor. Number five. Dom, meaning house. Repeat. Dom. One more time. Dom. Number six. Strom, meaning tree. Repeat. Strom. One more time. Strom. Number seven, pes, meaning dog. Repeat, pes. One more time, pes. Feminine nouns. Number one, žena, meaning woman. Repeat, žena. One more time, žena. Number two, matka, meaning mother. Repeat, matka. One more time matka Number 3 cera meaning daughter repeat cera One more time cera Number 4 doktorka meaning doctor female doctor repeat doktorka One more time doktorka Number 5 Kniha, meaning book. Repeat, kniha. One more time. Kniha. Number six, djedina, meaning village. Repeat, djedina. One more time, djedina. Number seven, machka, meaning cat. Repeat, Machka. One more time, machka. Now for the neuter nouns. Number one, auto, meaning car. Repeat, auto. One more time, auto. Number two, mesto, meaning town or city. Repeat, mesto. One more time. Mesto. Number three. Okno, meaning window. Repeat, okno. One more time. Okno. Number four. Pero, meaning pen. Repeat, pero. One more time. Pero. Number five. Kino, meaning Movie theater. Repeat. Kino. One more time. Kino. Number six. Vajce. Meaning egg. Repeat. Vajce. One more time. Vajce. Number seven. Srdce. Meaning heart. Repeat. Srdce. One more time. Srdce. All right. Let's move to our numbers. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Nula, meaning zero. Repeat. Nula. One more time. Nula. Jeden, meaning one. Repeat. Jeden. One more time. Jeden. Dva, meaning Two. Repeat. Dva. One more time. Dva. Three. Meaning three. Repeat. Three. One more time. Three. Stiri. Meaning four. Repeat. Stiri. One more time. Stiri. Petya meaning 5 repeat пять one more time пять 6 meaning 6 repeat шесть one more time шесть 7 meaning 7 repeat семь One more time. Sedem. Osem, meaning eight. Repeat, osem. One more time. Osem. Deveť, meaning nine. Repeat, devať. One more time. Deveť. Desať, meaning ten. Repeat, desať. One more time, desať. Alright, let's count from zero to ten. Nula, jeden, dva, Three štyri, peť, šesť. Sedem, osem, let Let's move to a few sentences. Let's start with the formal question. Počúvajte. Koľko rokov máte? Meaning, how old are you? Repeat. Koľko rokov máte? One more time, kolko roko mate. Now informal, kolko roko mas, meaning how old are you? Repeat, kolko roko mas. So the main difference between those two is, in a formal question, we have mate word. Máte in an informal, máš. Okay, and the possible answer to any of those could be, mám desať I am 10 years old. Repeat, mám desať rokov. One more time, mám desať rokov. Of course, instead of desať, you can put your own age in that spot. Alright. Legenda o Ritierovi Albertovi Niekde vo svete je svetadiel Evrópa. Niekde v tej Evrópe je Uhorská ríša. V tej ríši je časť zvaná Horne Uhorsko, a na tom najvýchodnejšom mieste tohto horného Uhorska je oblast Zemplín. Na tomto Zemplíne žije rodina stredných veľmožov z Michalovskej větvi rodu Kaplan. Na čele tejto rodiny je teraz otec Gregor, ktorý má troch synov. Sú to Ladislav, Juraj a Albert. Albert už ako malý chlapec sníval, že jedného dňa sa stane udatným rytierom. Len čo začal chodiť, začal sa hrať na ritiéra. Všade chodil so svojím dreveným mečom, ktorý mu daroval jeho otec Gregor. Keď mal tri roky, začal jazdiť na Poníkovi. Keď trochu viac vyrástol, bol najlepším jazdcom na koni v celej zemplínskej župe. Albert počul od otca, že pán Ctibor je ten najudatnejší rytier v celej krajine. Albert tiež chcel byť udatným rytierom ako pán Ctibor. Rozhodol sa, že ide na jeho hrad Beckov. Z rodného Michalovského hradu odišiel v noci, aby ho nikto nemohol zadržať. Hlavne nie jeho matka lebo tá by s jeho odchodom určite nesúhlasila. Príde Albert ku hlávnej bráne hradu a chce vstúpiť do hradu, ale hradná stráž na neho kričí. Stoj, kde sa tak ponáhľaš? Chcem sa rozprávať s pánom Ctíborom. Chcem ísť k do služby, smelo povie Albert. Ty a slúžiť Pánovič Tiborovi, haha, <laughs> smeje sa strážca. Veď ty si len malé chlapča, sotva ťa od zeme vidno. Choď domov ku svojej matke, už ťa určite hľadá. Nehľadá, sama ma tu poslala, klame Albert. A čo tvoj otec, či aj on s tým súhlasí, Píta sa strážca. Môj otec zomrel, ale keby žil, určite by s tým súhlasil, povie Albert popravde. Ole, začne sa hovoriť, keď sa tu zrazu z nádvoria rúti skupina jazdcov. Zmizni, kriče na neho strážca. Pán Stibor a jeho družina idú von. Keď to Albert počuje, nezľahne sa, neuteká, ale naopak. Postavi sa doprostred úzkého priechodu brány a nastaví svoje ruky dopredu k blížiacim sa jazdcom. Prr! Postoj Pejko, kričí prvý jazdec na svojho konia. Kôň zaerdí, ale poslušne zastane pred Albertom. Albert k nemu natiahne ruku a pohladká ho po nose. Kôň sa upokojí a jeho pán povie: "Čo tu robíš? Chceš, aby ťa kone zabilí?" Prepáčte, pán urodzený, začal strážny. – Chce ísť do služby. Hneď ho dám vyhodiť za bránu hradu. – Počkaj, podal pán Stibor, lebo to bol on, ktorý sa teraz rozprával so strážcom. – A ty, ukázal na Alberta, prístup bližšie. Ako sa voláš? A čo tu chceš? – Moje meno je Albert. Som synom šľachtica Gregora z Michaloviec. Otec už zomrel a ja chcem ponúknuť svojej služby pánovi Tiborovi. On je ten najlepší rytier všetkých čias. Pán Tibor sa smeje. <laughs> a smeje sa. A keď skončí, povie. Na no dobre, si veľmi odvážny a vieš sa dobre vyjadriť, aj keď si ešte mladý. Vidno, že sa vyznaš aj v koniach. Len pozri na môjho konia, ako spokojne pokyvuje hlavou. Príjímam ťa do svojich služieb. Budeš môjim pánošom. Pán Tibor překvapeně zvolá Albert a keď sa spametá, rýchlo povie. Ďakujem veľmi vďačne. Sľubujem, že budem tým najlepším pánošom na celom svete. To môžeš veľmi rýchlo dokázať na kryžiackej výprave kráľa Žigmunda. Odchádzame na ňu práve teraz. Tak čo povieš? Ideš so mnou? Nebojíš sa? idem s mámi, pane, a nie, nebojím sa. A tak sa Albert dostal do služe pána Ctibora. Písal sa rok 1396 a uhorský kráľ Žigmund organizoval veľkolepú križiackú výpravu proti Turkom. Albert a družina pána Ctibora prišli do mesta Nikopolis v Boharsku. Jeho detské sny boli vyplnené. Bol v obrovskej rytierskej armáde zloženej z najvýznamnejších pánov a rytierov. Okrem vojska kráľa Žigmunda tu boli aj zahraničné oddely, hlavne francúzské. Všetci si myslia, že tú bitku vyhrajú. Ale na druhý deň vidia, že je to nemožné. Turecká armáda je oveľa väčšia. Nikto sa však nevzdáva, všetci trvalo bojujú. Zrazu kvoň kráľa Žigmundna pádne dolu a kráľ sa ocitne v nebezpečenstve. Pán Stibor to vidí a kričí na Alberta. Albert, odvedie ho veľičenstvo do bezpečia. My odvedieme pozornosť nepriateľa od vás. Albert vysadne na voľného konia a cvála ku kráľovi Žigmundovi. Potom mu povie... Vaše veličenstvo, prosím, sadnite si za mňa na koňa, ja vás odvediem do bezpečia. Král Žigmund najprv nechce ísť, ale keď sa k ním začne blížiť veľká skupina Turkov, rýchlo vyskočí za Alberta na koňa a Albert s ním uteká z boiska do bezpečia. Neskôr král Žigmund Albertovi srdečne ďakuje a slubuje, že keď bude starší, vymenuje ho za rytiera. Prejde 9 rokov a král Žigmund vedie ďalšiu križiackú výpravu proti Chorvátom a Bosniakom, na ktorej je aj pán Tibor spolu s Albertom. Král Žigmund sa tak znova stretáva s Albertom. Pán Tibor má rád Alberta a otvorene ho chválí pred kráľom. Král Žigmund pamätá na svoj sľub a pasuje Alberta z Michalovic za rytiera. A tak sa Albertovi splnil jeho detský sen. Ako koritier Albert bol veľmi udatný. Vo svojom živote sa preslávil hlavne na bojskách, ale bol dobrý aj vo vysokých funkciách, ktorému zveril král Žigmund Luxemburský. To je všetko prednešok. That is all for today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes of my podcast. And please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. To get the free copy of the full transcript of the legend, send an email with the subject Legend About Albert to my email. Hello at Boženás Slovak.com. Hello at Boženás Slovak.com. Also check my Instagram at Boženás Slovak. Thank you and until I hear from you again, ciao. dziękujem a do